Welcome to Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faithwork, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for a prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faithwork and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faithwork Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. Do you have your Bibles? to the house of God without a Bible. Hey, yeah, some of <laughs> Hallelujah. Mark 7. Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7. This is from verse 1. See, then the Pharisees let me amplify. Then the Pharisees and some of the scribes came together to him having come from Jerusalem. Now, when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled, that is, with unwashed hands, they found fault. But the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands in a special way, holding the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other things which they have received and hold, like the washing of cups, pitchers, copper vessels, and couches. Verse 5. Then the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? Verse 6. And he answered and said to them, Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites as it is written these people honest me with their lips but their heart is far away from me hallelujah some of you are not reading because you don't have your bible and then you can look at the screen uh, Pastor, please project let the, the bible verse be projected on the screen so that you can see properly hallelujah I want everybody to understand this I hope say the the preaching of the English in a higher margin, and I say, then combine you. Normally, may combine it, but but I hope so all of you can understand me. And I, we will not hear many Hallelujah. All right. Now Jesus and his disciples they were eating, and the the, the strange thing is that Obia did your runnings. I remember. And I want to run in It's a normal thing. I mean, hygienically, who did not run behind the enemy? You have to do it. Hallelujah. But who will be of it? I come in now. They come to you until they run You know, and right now, the area we are secreting them. So, run, sir. And who be up on by? So, it ain't. But here is a case where the Pharisees, who knows the word, and they have been taught. To do this, say you have to wash your hands to be pure. You have to wash yourself to be pure. And so, Jerry, and son, and why they effy even a radiant And I heard one man of God. He was like, "Media, I can't go and pray without brushing my teeth." What's on Uncle Bompomko radiant my bra? Oh, genius! Who said disrespect to God? And before we call in the meeting, we said, "Oh, genius!" Mask and never hear a name. Wow. Wow. Happy to see you. Hallelujah. I'll introduce him later. I don't think he knew that he was coming to see me. Today's the first time I opened there. I know the first time. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. And when they saw 
that the disciples were eating with unwashed hands, they became offended. Hallelujah. And they said straight away that you, you are breaking our tradition. The tradition of the people of Israel is for you to wash your hands before you eat. Wash your cups in a certain way. Wash your hands in a certain way before you can eat. Hallelujah. And they criticized. But yes, you saw by some by chair the papa on a own crown of rooms, a catia owning. Oh, map for a sea for an abetting. And I become awesome. Hallelujah. <laughs> and this story is, is quite funny. But, uh, hallelujah. But Jesus attacked them straight away. Or see, well, did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, that these people honest me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men. The washing of pictures and cups and many other safe things you do. I can ask yourself, why would Jesus complain? Or why wouldn't Jesus support the Pharisees? He said, I do want to run inside. I come home and say, in my house, it's a tradition. You have to come out, you have to wash your hands. Yes. Wash your hands. You know? <laughs> but why was Jesus insisting that it's not about the washing of hands? Or see, these people, they profess with their mouth. They wash their hands to look clean. They wash their body to look clean. But in their hearts, it's far away. Hey, you can do all the washing you want. Hey, you can wash all the hands that you want. It doesn't please God. What pleases God is your heart. And how he leads you. I'm not saying don't go wash your hands. My guy says, my house is my tradition. But my wife, on why that clean. On Go back. Before you touch anything, I understand that. Hallelujah. But you see, they were doing this because it's a custom, it's a tradition. But Jesus was coming with something else. And if you're not careful, in a New Testament, say one thing. New Testament say it's the life of the Holy Spirit. Huh? You can't serve God right. But maybe one man can't, it doesn't make sense. Common sense, they say, doesn't make sense. It doesn't. So you have to understand the things of God, understand how He operates. If not, won't mean Tina said that. But Jesus was not trying to say, don't wash your hands, but He was trying to tell them something. Verse 9. He said to them, All too well you have rejected the commandment of, rejected the commandment of God that you may keep your tradition. Hallelujah. Now, God is not, Jesus is not talking about tradition. 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 It ain't a tradition. They say, hey, they are remembering. And an idea, Yachel, Usa, Yachel, say, it's a tradition. Oh, sorry, I don't be the backcatcher. Why are they? Which people say, it's a tradition. Hallelujah. What are the other traditions? Baffin. But there are other traditions as well. Because of your tradition, God will give you a new commandment and you still hold on to your tradition. And Jesus was like, right now, how you hold your tradition than the commandment of God. When God says, do this, oh, my tradition, I'm ready, I see. God says, do that. No, no, no. This is not what we do here in Ghana. Oh, no, no, no. This is how we do our things. When you go to Rome, you do what the Romans do. This is our tradition. And let me tell you, your tradition will never let you see God. All that Jesus was trying to tell them is that your tradition may be good. It may help you at some point. But after pass for God, God can make you do things that is beyond tradition. There are so many things God will let, ask you to do 
that does not make sense. But also do it. I catch Abraham say Abraham come from the bar. No, he didn't. Come from the past for me. We ain't seven in the home. Ah, does it make sense? Commonly, who would do that? But Jesus, God said, go and do it. That was a tradition. Don't matter. Don't do this. It's okay. But I say, do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So traditions of men is hindering things of God. Is hindering things that God wants to do for people. Roman, a kind. Rosary. Right? That's all. And you hold the tradition. Jesus was calling this way Pharisees who were the who were holding traditions of the church. And now, first, if you already, they had a temple. So they knew the law. Say, say now you're from it. In fact, it is God Himself who taught them. It was God. If you, if you read Exodus. Read numbers. All these are things are but in the New Testament there are some things it's by the Holy Spirit and those things may not always agree to your senses. So see, spiritual things are foolishness to the lost and don't be a lost person here please. Hallelujah. Because spiritual things are foolishness. A, a, a looking yourself, it does not make sense. Hallelujah. No wonder they killed Jesus. Kabehue will be outside already and you couldn't say. Will be outside area. Healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead. But yet they wanted to kill him. All because of some of the things he was saying. And then more than day, Ek was attracting people to kill him. Because it didn't agree to the traditions. Of men. Hallelujah. So verse 10. I said, For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother. And he who cares his father or mother, let him be put to death. <laughs> but you say, If a man says to his father or mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is Koban or it's a gift to God, then you no longer let him do anything for his father or his mother. <laughs> Verse 13, I say, making the word of God of no effect through your traditions, which you have handed down, and many such things you do. Hallelujah. Many such things you do. Now, let me tell you, he says, I say, making the word of God of no effect. Sometimes you may come here looking for healing, you may come here looking for your problem to be solved. The ability is in Christ. However, your tradition may hinder you from receiving. I'm telling you. Your tradition, or see, you have made the word of God of no effect because of your traditions. Hmm? And because of your traditions, and so, uh, media, I'm not used to this. So, hey, media, yeah. Somebody posted on Facebook, you pray against your enemy. Because the tradition of his church does not pray against Satan. And I, but there's no way in the Bible, Bible says you pray for Satan. Where is the Bible? I say, pray for Satan, right? Is it there? <laughs> when the Bible says pray for your enemy, he's not talking about satanic enemies talking about your brother and sister who has no use satanic means to harm you or be are ignorantly hating you and no crumb on also so bomb by a manner it's a credit it's so good about groceries so no crying easy if god were to if it's an instruction to pray for your enemy i can use the company about some of my reconciled that anna God, 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 God is, is, is a supreme God. He can just reconcile with Satan easily. And I, <laughs> so why is he not doing it? So it's the enemy we, we say there are different types of enemies. We have spiritual enemies, those using satanic power against those who are in the light. They are 
your spiritual enemies. Such people, we don't pray for them, we pray against them. Hallelujah. But if your tradition says, me, I don't believe in this, you remain there for 100 years and you die. Somebody tells me, they told me, say, you go to heaven, but you, you die in bruises. That's why Jesus says, I'll wipe away your tears. I didn't tell you why I away your tears. Because you have lived in this world ignorantly. And when I tell my own rule, have you know, now I'm going to die. I'm going to die. There are some things that it's your right. You are supposed to have it. But because of your ignorance and your tradition, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. There are some people so they can go to heaven in a grand style because one they live on this earth as kings and they lived here as priests and they were able to make commands and things are happening they go to heaven hallelujah amen so look at jesus life jesus came and he made nonsense to all the traditions of the church he made nonsense to all of them. So they were always arguing with him. I said, the Lord said this. I said, no, me, I come, I'm saying this. I'm the fulfillment of the law. Now hear me. So when this Mary committed fornication, the law says, kill. And I instantly And Jesus said, Wow, Jesus has come to change the tradition. You think they will love him? They will not love him. They will hate him. Because you see a boy near Kung. Moses most even says if you dishonor your parents, you should be put to death. Hallelujah. So if you don't understand some of these things, you will live as a Christian, no, but you will live your life crying every day. Hallelujah. And Sunday, some of you were in church, and I, I made this example that you see, he said that when we go, we should preach the gospel. We didn't only go to preach the gospel, no. we cast out demons as well. All right? We heal the sick as well. And sir. But you see, there are some churches, their tradition doesn't cast out demons, it's a tradition. So you go to the church, demon of lust is in the church. Demon of fornication is in the church. A demon of theft, robbery, armed robbers. They are all in the church. The demon is inside them and they are in the church. But they don't believe in casting out demons. So if you begin to cast out demons in the church, guess what is going to happen to you? They will throw you out. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's the tradition of the church. The tradition of people. Tradition and some, sometimes, eh? When you are led by the Holy Spirit, there are so many things that you do that are weird. Very weird. You know, I have been a victim. I will say this. I remember I, I believed in a tradition that does not pray against the devil. Because I used to be in a place where the tradition is that don't pray against the devil. Pray about the will of God. Because later that the Holy Spirit opened my eyes to understand that the will of God can never be done until thy kingdom come. And to make that kingdom come is to what? Cast out demons. Deal with the demonic power that is fighting you. Everything that you are doing, God says, I said, the thoughts I have for you, they are not evil, they are good. To give you a hope and a future. But look at your life. Is that what God said? Is God a liar? I want to give you life, I want to give you hope, but you are dying, you are sick. Or see, by my strap, you are healed and you are still sick. Is God a liar? So who is that? Who's doing that? He gave you the power to do it. But traditions is limiting you. Oh, I don't know about this. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. And I didn't believe in that. And I remember I was watching Archbishop. One of, one of his preachings. And he was talking about the devil, the devil. And I was like, oh, look at this man. Every day the devil. Every day the devil. And I was rather speaking against him. And that very night the Lord rebuked me. I say, my friend, you don't, don't speak against what you do not know. And that was the beginning of my problems. 
That's when God started attacking me. Allow the devil to come to my life to know how it feels. If the devil is buffeting you, so that you will learn not to blaspheme. Then demon attack from here and there. Sometimes God has to let you pass through some things to understand, say, the things that they, they appear are not what it seems. But if you're not careful, your tradition will limit you and speak against things that you yourself, you don't even know anything about, you have no clue about. Hallelujah. Traditions. Let's go to Mark. Okay, Ryan, call Old Testament. Hallelujah. Second Kings 5. Second Kings chapter 5, verse 1. Now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. Hmm. And the Syrians had gone out on raids and had brought back captive a young girl from the land of Israel she waited on Naaman's wife then she said to her mistress if only my master were with the prophet who is in Samaria for you will heal him of his leprosy and Naaman went in and told his master saying thus and thus said the girl who is from the land of Israel then the king of Syria said go now and I will send a letter to the king of Israel so he departed and took him with him, ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. Then he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which said, Now be advised, when this letter comes to you, that I have sent Naaman my servant to you, that you may heal him of his leprosy. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it happened when the king of Israel read this letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God? <laughs> To kill and make alive that this man sends a man to me to heal him of his leprosy therefore please consider and see how he seeks a quarrel with me verse 8 so it was when Elisha the man of God listen if the Bible belongs to you highlight verse 8 or see when Elisha the man of God heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes that he sent to the king saying why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. Hallelujah. Look, I'll see. Verse 8, what's the name? Elisha, the man of God. Oh, there is a God in Israel. There is a prophet in Israel. And the prophet works through God. God works through a prophet. Hallelujah. Verse 9. The Naaman went with his horses and chariots, and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a message to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean. But Naaman became furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, You will surely come out to me. And stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy and not the Abana and the path and the Faba, the rivers of Damascus better than all these water of Israel Kulana washed in them and be clean so he turned and went away in a rage hallelujah we a beggar power with a choice bow <laughs> Elisha sent messages to him saying go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh shall be restored to you look at that we need anything 
See, he had an expectation. Do you know the expectation? Did you read the expectation? Let's go back there. He became furious. Indeed, I said to myself, he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. Or no, I prescribe how he should be healed. Some of you come here, you prescribe what how I should, you want me to lay my hands on you. You want me to maybe wave or do something. So if I do something else, like, hey, what is this? Because your tradition. Say, they be a lay hands on and they be a lay hands, lay hands. Sometimes, not all the time, the Holy Spirit wants us to lay hands. Sometimes we speak. Hallelujah. There was a gentleman who came here, or was it last year, somewhere? He was bitten by a snake in a dream. And since he was bitten by that snake, you know, and he went to the for two years. So he came to me. He was expecting me to lay my hands and do rakata hai hadrabata hindaruka hindabata he ha ha ha. That was his expectation. When he came, the Lord Spirit told me, He didn't even tell me, He said, He's been bitten by a snake. The Holy Spirit told me, Come, let him look at this pillar and look at this ribbon. That's it. And the Lord said, You know, in, in the Old Testament, where serpents were biting them, when they look at that pillar, this is the direction the Holy Spirit gave me. I said, Look at that pillar. And this gentleman started looking at the pillar. Come and see. He was rolling all over the place and he was vomiting some substance beer. Me who be My family said, I didn't touch him. We were just looking. And he was rolling on the floor. By the time he read and the one up to now, he's completely free. Hallelujah. But if the tradition is that lay hands. So if you don't lay hands, as you say, you have not done anything. Hallelujah. Sometimes you don't have to, sometimes, some of you have been following me. I don't even pray. Some of you, there was a man who was brought here. Some of you have heard this testimony over and over. Who was brought here. They carried him. The, the Philistine station attendants carried him from downstairs to here. Stroke. The man couldn't move. In fact, the, the, the wife is an evangelist. I'm going to This man is very tall. Carry this man to this place. In fact, they even took him to the youth auditorium. And when I came, I said, Bring him here. The Lord said, Don't do anything. Don't lay hands. Just tell him to rise up and walk. So when I came here, I said, Gentlemen, rise up and walk. And he got up with speed. I was even I'm supposed to tell him, What the hell? All sunny steps in the crowd. I'm saying, hey, I wanted to hold him. Gang, 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 gang. Somebody who was carried. Okay, there's a time I can mean a wife, Quebec Kambom, in our evangelist, Mr. Apostle, Yen Kambom, Rekata, Hitata, Rapata, here, here. But the direction was this rise up and walk. But you know, they, they, they had, they, he had a young child, I think it was like eight years old. He said, Yes, it's the first small Jesus. And that's how we should call us. We are, we are the Jesuses of this world. Hallelujah. Because we do what Jesus does. Hallelujah. Look at Naaman. It's very simple. Naaman had expectation. When I condense you, Ah, me will have better rivers in my hometown. How dare you tell me? And I'm a commander. And he was rich. He came dust with a lot of money. Hallelujah. Those are different diviners' fees. I'm not saying that. Hallelujah. But look at that. It didn't make sense. Did it? What travel all the way from Syria? Abedru. Israel Memo. 
only for the prophet to tell you, say, Konekota Jordan. Spiritual things does not, doesn't have to make sense. If it makes sense, then it's not spiritual. If it makes sense, then it's not prophetic. It shouldn't make sense to you. It should be nonsense to you. And through the nonsense, that's why he said that. I'll use the foolish things of this world to confine the wise. The things that they call a care, the things they call bad, those are the things God is going to use to bring transformation to the life of the people. Hallelujah. Where your Old Testament do this, a, a, a man of God by the name Elisha. Assuming for assuming, men, 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 for whom Kotun Sionim, or Hobeto, or Yen, or Yen, or Yen and Hotoni. Hallelujah. But can a tradition, a yarding, ascending away? Hmm? Traditions. Let's be very careful with traditions. Let's go to Mark chapter 8. Akala Brando. Mark 8, verse 22 26. Then he came to Bethsaida and they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. Listen. <laughs> they did what? They begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. <laughs> then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Hallelujah. Obed and Ephra came to Jesus. Ministry. <laughs> But look at what Jesus did. Jesus could have said, May your eyes be opened. Anna doesn't he have the power to do that? But I'll see. And then intercede. But they are like trees. He has to pray again before the man's eye were restored. Eh? Sometimes these things you cannot explain by your carnal sense. That's why it's spiritual. Jesus healed so many blind people. But Obiadia was what? Different. There was another blind man. We can go there. Another blind man, you are clay. And intercede. A thing. A fire. And intercede. What are you in the in the Come on. And wait to my how Ghana. Wait to me. That makes our job very difficult. And if the Holy Spirit says, spit me, I will spit. Yes. You see, we are not led by the world's standards. And we are not led by the world. We are led by the Holy Spirit. And whatever the Holy Spirit tells us is what we do. There was a counseling session with a certain woman who came here with one of the eyes closed. One was fine and the other was not. So he came with a spectacle. Abaya and I catch one of us. Pastor said, Go downstairs. That I was for Sammy was here. Go downstairs. Fansa, I could find me a bremi. I went to see him come home. Because I was not asked to do that. Hallelujah. Abaya and I didn't see you here. You know, thing immediately both eyes were restored. Both eyes were restored. And what is what was it mean? I didn't even know so I could tell you now. You drew from one or catch your attendance, but you're moving away. The glass or the bottle the cotu. Because she can see again. It's not everything they can say, come out, come out. Sometimes simple things, simple, 
go and wash yourself in the pool. When you come here, expect anything like this. Because it's the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. The same spirit lives inside of me. It's Christ was making people go into Jordan to wash. Do you think it was only Elisha? Let's go. Let me take another scripture. Maybe you can understand better. Hallelujah. Let's go to John 9. John chapter 9. Verse 1. Now, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. Another blind person. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents? That he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is the day. The, the night is coming when no one can work. As long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Verse 6. When he has see, said these things, he spat on the ground. Are you listening? And are you reading? He spat on the ground and made clay with saliva. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with, with the clay. And he said, go wash in the pool of Siloam. Which is translated, sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Simple. What they intersue plus what? <laughs> plus clay plus a pool. Simple. But your traditions, these are not things that are you are very familiar with. What is Jesus doing? I feel you are to tintus you. Hey, false prophet Amaba. I feel you are to tintus you. Your traditions. God is not one way God. God has so many ways of healing people. Different ways. Diverse ways. Hallelujah. Sometimes your problem that many people who have come here, I tell them, take seven steps forward. Because that's what the Lord said I should let you do. And when you take those seven steps forward, your life will move seven steps forward. And you begin to see that things are now beginning to fall into place. Hallelujah. Jesus went about doing good, didn't he? Doing good, healing all manner of sicknesses, casting out demons, doing all sort of good. He got to a point, he went to Samaria in John 4. Then he met this Samarian woman. I said, Can I have some of your water to drink? I said, But you, how can I how can you get water if you don't have anything to draw with? Got a long story short. Jesus was there to solve problems. Jesus was there to make sure that this Samaritan woman is saved. Hallelujah. Then you know what he said? I said, where is your husband? I said, I don't have a husband. I said, but you have married five. Even the one who is with you, I am punishing. Why did he have to reveal all these things? to solve a problem. How can you, one woman, the Bible was not clear whether the, the husband died or they divorced, but whichever way, it's a pattern. Whether your husband will die, I know of somebody, seven, every three years, you are in for three years and you are going to die. Oh yes. This person I know, no, I buy on so many things. Why I suffer my meal? Hey, you can be a pastor. Hey, you can be an evangelist. These things can work against you until you begin to work on it. Hallelujah. If you don't know, your traditions will hinder you. Obi, I suffer my meal. You should know, say. 
You cannot marry and every three years you lose your husband. It means that there is a parting. The same with a Samaria woman. First husband gone, second, third, fourth, fifth. That can they just say empana because one person but Jesus was there to solve the problem and that's why when God there are people God has anointed to solve problems not only to preach let me tell you, look at how Jesus was working Jesus was always going about preaching and solving the problems of the people when they needed food he provided food right at the wedding where there was vacuum what did he do he provided one day the Lord is going to do that for us here. I don't know what the way God God is a dynamic God I don't know what the devil who is our adversary or also a copy and coupon yeah look at Moses when Moses rod turned to snake eh? the astrologers and the and the magicians of of, of Egypt they also turned theirs to snake me you call me Pastor Eric we have a fetish priest on lady and say or so are they Fetish using the name of Satan to solve problems. Obomo or Peba, Onibi, no Kohen, Bosomo, or Kwano Iden, Wawo, Anna, Muntibida. It's very common. Very common. Why? Because the same spirit, you know, upon some God gave him a lot of power. When he was in heaven, he was, he was controlling a set of the people in heaven. That's why Bosom feel that like I can be like God because tell me, Postino, I'm big. And God didn't take the power from him. So he can also anoint his people to do similar to what? But the problem, the difference is that when Satan helps you, it becomes a curse in the family. And that's the reason why almost all of us, we are here today. Because one way or the other, our family members have gone to Satan for help. And that has become a curse in the bloodline. And since you come from that bloodline, there can never be a release for you until you come into Jesus where the, the power to be delivered is available and no crampo ain't easy because after you've dealt with it Satan will want to come back and afflict you once every time hallelujah that's why I like Jesus Jesus was the son of God and I but Jesus was praying day a night. But he was praying. But he has come to a territory that is under the control of Satan. That's why Satan had the gas to tell him, come and bow to me. If you don't bow, then I will not give you the kingdom from this world. That's why Jesus never became rich. Jesus cannot mention, cannot, there is no mention to the name of Jesus. And the devil took from him everything good because he didn't bow. All of us, we have chosen not to bow to Satan. And, I, and I'm sure some of you, you came here, somebody have actually told you to go to Sarabosum, you didn't go. It means that you don't want to bow to Satan, right? And you want to bow to God. Remember, I said the devil will come after you. Yes. If you don't bow to him, he will come after you. He will make your worshipping God miserable. The devil is after your faith. Jesus told Peter, or say, I've prayed for you because the devil wants to sift you as wheat. Why? Because he was after the faith of Peter. Look at Peter. Persecution after persecution. Right. Look at the, all the apostles. Or see if you want to follow Christ, I'll make you suffer. I will not let your your stay on this earth meaningful. 
That's why you're all going through financial problems, going through sicknesses, going through marital problems, going through all this. And it's the Christians that go through these things. But the good news is this. Christ came to pay the price and give us the power to conquer that Satan who is doing all these things. But the problem is that our traditions our traditions oh at this one day i'm not used to it i want to assume the only source of healing is the hospital it's a doctor i'm up where we because that is a tradition you've come to meet you don't know anything about healing you don't know anything about anything else all that you know is the doctor It's a tradition. And these things hinder God from operating in our lives. Hallelujah. And today we are going to pray. The power has been given to us. In the New Testament, we are the kings and we are the priests. We command. Let me tell you, if you don't want to be like Jesus, me, I want to be like him. If Jesus were to multiply 5,000, uh, five loaves of bread, and multiply it to 5,000. Jesus, oh, because there was luck. You don't have money. Give a command. Like Jesus. Give a command like Jesus. And it's, it, it will surprise you. One of my friends. He got to a point in his life. A car, only one cup of rice. For him and his wife. And it's one son at that time to eat. Just one cup. Money from nowhere. A man of God. Oh. Man of God. And they prayed about that one cup. And that one cup lasted them for two weeks. <laughs> one cup. Lasted them for two weeks. These things that you can Elijah and the woman, uh, the widow with the oil, all those things, they are real. Do you think God is able to do it then and he can't do it now? He's the same God yesterday, today, and for that, he has never changed. He has never changed. God has never changed. God is against idolatry. And do you think because Jesus came, God still supports idolatry? He's still the same. Back in the day, I say, suffer the witch not to live. I say, back in the day, we are rich. I, they kill you. And the cocoon witch, never home. But the same God, God has not changed. But the wrestling, I say, it's not flesh and blood. So you cannot, back in the day, it's by law. We are witch, they will kill you. But now in the New Testament, it's by the Holy Spirit. You cannot use a physical sword to go and kill anybody no 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 the witches when they kill you they don't bring a sword though they sit in their homes no a castle go from them or see vip car number blah 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 a drew her a drew kwa and turn she from no a casa a drew an island a tiahe uye christoni nyametsumu untumin kasa kasa omo yer money man also a bua no also a day what kasa What's saying? What's saying? Hey, they will come. Let me tell you. That's why people cannot. It's not easy to convert a witch. What are converting a grano to me? Every else can free them. Now, Felicia were very powerful. So, if you are coming to the witches, the only way to to to, to convert witches is when you demonstrate a bigger power, because it's a, it's a, it's a power game. When Simon the sorcerer. When he saw the miracles they were doing, I said, no, 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 no. Please, I want to throw mine away and come. Let me receive the Holy Spirit so I can do more. Ha! This is a witch who was making money out of sorcery. When he saw the miracles they were doing, I said, this one is bigger. That's how we treat them. You don't preach to her. But if they know the Bible, the Bible will the Bible and they are in the church. They are in the church. They are they know the word, but what can overpower them is when you demonstrate the power of God because it's a power game. You subdue them, 
There are so many witches that we have converted them, not because we prayed to them, but it's because we arrested them. We, we put a handcuff on them, say, if you rise again, you will fall. And they begin to beg. They are converting. That's how we do it. Hallelujah. So we have to use the power of God in everything. And let's forget about the traditions of men, because the traditions of men will not help us receive anything from God. Nothing. And then the men you know to sumu. And then put it in English. Maybe it can sound better. It's not everything that makes sense. It's God's sense. And it's not every good idea is God's idea. Hmm? Not every good idea is God's idea. And not everything that makes sense is God's sense. And then my Bible says, Jesus himself says, what is highly exalted by man is an abomination to God. And you mind it's an abomination. There to be different through the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to pray. You may rise to your feet. Welcome to Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faithwork, the Lord shall meet your needs according to his riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for our Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for our prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faith Walk and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faith Walk Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faith Walk Ministries.